I'm the straight Democrat. I'm the straight Democrat. I'm the straight Democrat. Tuning. This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. So I have this 
video <coughs> that I wanted to go through, but then I got distracted by the Tucker Carlson video, which I went through that. Took damn near two fucking hours to get through that, so I got through it. Now I'm going back. I'm trying to figure out, Benny, is this Benny or this is Doc? I'm thinking this is Doc Rich. I could be wrong. But the guy from the Young Turks is claiming that he can fix the Democratic Party. Back at it again, and Doc Rich. This is laughable. What we are about to dive into is just absolutely hilarious. But like, share, comment, and hit that subscribe button if you are new. And let's dive in. Uh. Welcome back to TYT. As I mentioned, there's a big announcement uh, that will basically take up the entirety of the second hour of the show today. Here to make that announcement in the capacity as a guest is Jank Uger. Yes. Jank, um, you Jank. do have this big announcement. It's Jank. Although you've already kind of made it on the set of Breaking Points, but now it's official. But yeah. No, uh, there I have not yet made up my mind, but I have he now and mail. I have filed. I will. Um, um, he a beta male. That's what he is. He a beta male. That's what this guy is. Big time Bernie supporter, heavy socialist, the Young Turks known for, you know, their pathetic ways. And this guy, you know, class A. Beta! Beta! Hold up, I got one question to ask the guy. Hold up. I think Jesse Lee Peterson wanted to ask this question. Let me hold up. Are you a beta male? Beta! 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 Running for president of the United States of America. Um, so, oh my uh, God. Jankforamerica.com. Uh, um, and oh the idea here, God. guys, is let's change the course. Uh, right now, Joe Biden is down 24 points in the economy, 19 points on jobs when he actually did better on jobs than Trump did. He's down 13 points from where he was in 2020. He is not going to win. I am running. Yes, I am a break glass in case of emergency candidate. It should not have been me. It should have been someone else. But unfortunately, it was not anyone else. Uh, and now there's only four months left. We must change course. He has at best a 10% chance of winning. Donald Trump is an actual fascist. So I am running as a proxy. I'm running to win. (laughs) Yo, hearing a white man. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know who he is, what he is. I don't care. Whatever he is. I don't give a fuck. Personally. But to hear someone call Donald Trump a fascist in 2023 has got to be the most dumbest shit I've heard. But I'm also running as a proxy for any other (coughs) candidate. We have got to get Biden out of the race. Thank you for winning in 2020. But if he loses this time around, it's not just his problem. It's all of our problems. I actually think democracy is on the line. And so if it takes me running... And that's what I'm going to do. And we're all going to do it together. And by the way, and I'll say this up front and then I'll let you ask all your questions, Anna. Um, if I do this alone and it's just my idea, it's never going to work. Okay. I'm either your voice or I'm not. 
if you guys hold up hold up hold up i got something for him hold up you're out of here bud you're out of here bud no support for you bud no support for you, bud. To have a stronger candidate in this race and you want to beat Donald Trump, you're going to make that happen. Jankforamerica.com or in any way, volunteer, whatever you want, okay? But if I'm not your voice, I have no chance at all. So let's see if we can bring something good into the world and make a giant difference together. And you know me, I always believe that we can make a difference together. And this is the time to do it. Before the primary. Mission failed. So we do have What I- Before we get into her questions. I'm petty. <laughs> I'm petty. That's that's funny, ain't it? <laughs> that is hilarious. Um it's cute. So let's 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 uh talk about him calling Trump a fascist or yep. dictator, whatever. Yep. I, I would love to know how Trump is that. Please mm-hmm. explain that one to me. Please explain that one. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, I'm just I'm just curious to to know where was Trump trying to stampede over people's rights or you know subvert the constitution? No. When when was he trying to take over countries? When was a uh, Donald Trump trying to invade other countries and take their resources? Like Bush after September 11th. The invasion of seven countries to look for a weapons of mass destruction that did not exist. Maybe. Doesn't ring a bell. Oh. That didn't happen. Look what's going on today. We'll find uh, the Ukraine embalming and invading Russia. Yeah, that's fine. That's a thing to do. I guess because of the president doing it, I should do it too. Puppets. Like this administration did. Uh, Where? Y'all, I I, I would love to know. If I missed something, let me know. Y'all let me know in the comment section. But I, I, I don't, I don't see it. I really don't see it. Now, I'm not saying Trump was perfect because we all know he wasn't. But... When you are a businessman coming into politics, nothing's going to be perfect, especially when you rock the boat the way that he did. I'm sure he didn't have the best advisors around him, you know, advising him on, you know, this or that or, you know, because he hasn't been in politics his entire life. So he doesn't know the ins and outs of it all. So somebody could have easily been like, yeah, you can't do that technically when really technically he could. But yeah. they knew he didn't know that, you know? So, I mean, you got to take the good with the bad when it comes to somebody like Trump. The same reason why people would like Trump would be later on the same reason why people don't like Trump. If you got somebody who's not a part of the establishment, that would that would be a ally. But if he's not aware of the people he's around, if he's not aware of the circles that he's dwelling in, then it's kind of like it comes with the territory of not being a political person and not being political to begin with. A lot of people just saw Trump as that wrench drawn into the machine. You know what I'm saying? 
Other people saw him as something better. Someone who had great potential. Who stood the test of time, if you think about it. In terms of direct effect. A more direct approach. A more business approach. A more professional approach. And then, every now and then, when Trump... The nigga with the mugshot, when he really wants to get niggerish, he rolls up his sleeves and he talks disrespectful to reporters. He talks disrespectful about politicians. And I endorse that. Once again, for the 2024 election, <laughs> my endorsement is for Donald J. Trump, just like in the 2020 election. Yes, he's not perfect, but would any of us have been perfect? Right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And then also, like, (laughs) he calls Trump a terrible candidate. If Trump is terrible, what's Biden? Because to me, it sounds like he just plans on just continuing basically what Biden is doing. And um, we see where that's gotten us. Negative. You see where that's gotten us? Eliminated. You know, economy is trash. Eliminated. I know these rich elites try to make it seem and sound like it. Eliminated. Is, Limousine liberals. We pay bills. Limousine we liberals. We go to the grocery store. We put Cookie gas in the car. Cookie cutter conservatives. We, we know the cost of all this stuff. Rhino Republicans. We look at the checks, you know, so you're not fooling anybody with this. So leftoids. I, I don't see. Lunatic. Leftoids. Uh, this making any type of difference whatsoever at all in any way, shape or form. But let's continue on because she actually asked him a good question. I want you to explain is the logic behind what you're doing, right? Because it it seems as though you think running is going to spark something in other potential candidates. So explain what the logic is. Great question. So first of all, When it comes to the issue of uh, me being a naturalized citizen, which I know we're going to get to later, if it wasn't for that, there would be no obstacles to begin with. There should be a progressive in this race. There should have been one for a long time. Marianne Williamson has been in there, but unfortunately, she hasn't broken through. I have nothing but respect for her courage and and her policies, et cetera. Uh, But at this point, we're not at progressives versus establishment. Uh, We're at four months left. And things must change, otherwise we're almost definitely going to lose to Trump. What do you mean so, when you say four months left? I know, <laughs> I know what you mean, but explain yeah. it to the audience. So Iowa, South Carolina primaries, caucuses, et cetera, started in about four months. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in fact, uh, the Nevada ballot deadline is on October 16th. So it's in a couple of days. That forces us to go now, right? And so, uh, first of all, if Joe Biden drops out, everything is possible. Everything is possible. All the other candidates will come in. Governor Whitmer, Governor Shapiro, you name it. They will all come in and we'll have a real primary, which we should have had from day one. By the way, when we don't do primaries, Republicans get their message out in their primaries. is constantly talking about Republican X or Republican Y. Democrats have gotten none of their message out. We need a real strong primary. So my job. So who do you blame for that? That's the question I would ask them. Who do you blame for that? Biden's been shutting y'all down. But hey, Trump's still a dictator, right? But Biden's preventing y'all to even have a voice to have something to represent to begin with. You niggas are stupid. Idiots. Is to be basically Paul Revere. 
Biden's going to lose. Biden's going to lose. Biden's going to lose. We got to go now. We have to change that dynamic. So I'm going to, yes, pressure Biden to get out of the race. So if he leaves now, he's a hero. He did something incredibly magnanimous. He beat Trump last time. He was a good steward of the economy. So he retires a hero. But if he stays in, <laughs> retires I'm going to explain to people that he's the villain. Is this guy a psychopath? Retires a hero? Joe Biden. You see, leftoids like this are the reason why I stand where I stand boldly. I don't like these people. I don't want to associate with these type of people. If you're fans of these type of people, do not talk to me. I don't want to deal with y'all. Respectfully, I don't give a fuck about what y'all think. You guys are idiots. Morons. Retire a hero. Biden retiring a hero would be like, like there's no, there's not, no, I'm not even going to do it. Fuck it. Nope. That's just preposterous. That's what that is. It's retarded. And, and if he loses to Trump, if I'm wrong and he beats Trump, then great. Then my apologies to uh, Joe Biden. But that's not going to happen. And we all know that's not going to happen. So the idea is to create enough pressure on Biden. And here's how he knows it's not going to happen. There you go. You heard it there. Trump's going to win. You get the pressure. One of the ways you get the pressure is. Everybody thinks that I have almost no chance of winning, right? Well, let's keep it real. Everybody knows that, right? They're like, oh, your name is funny. You weren't born here. You're a progressive. You're an outsider, oh, yeah, et, cetera, you are, et cetera, Oh, he's all right? that. Yeah, he should get out of the country, too. Yeah, he should get out of the country, too. I'm sick of these fucking people. If I get to 20 or 25, panic sets in. There's no question panic sets in because there's two things that happen there. One, the other candidates go, well, Biden is enormously weak, Right. Number two is Biden begins to realize the handwriting's on the wall. If this Jake Uber, who probably he probably can't pronounce, has gotten to 25, the handwriting's on the wall. He's got to go. And by the way, Anna, the reason why this is realistic is because there are a lot of people in Washington inside the establishment that are trying to get Joe Biden to drop out. We need to help them. We need to create that. Pre so he is telling you that he wants to be and take aid with the establishment. And he probably took aid with the establishment to get Trump out of the running to, of, of, of being a president to begin with. So this is a guy telling you, oh, I kiss up to the establishment. And the establishment really wants to get Biden out. That's something that's been talked about by Benny Johnson on multiple occasions. Things that were talked about, of course, by the content creator you're listening to now, Doc Rich, and numerous others. This is not a secret. Sure. Okay, let me jump in. Let me jump in. You have publicly Bill Maher, James Carville, behind the scenes, other members of the Democratic Party urging Biden to drop out, saying that this is a massive risk that will likely get Donald Trump reelected again. Why do you think that you would be an effective voice in dissuading Biden from running again? Yeah, there's two things about that in it. So number one, um, why aren't they in the race? So I'm look, you can say, well, what do you mean? Why, why should Bill Maher go in the race? Of course, James Carville's not going to go in the race. 
Yeah, but guys, just talking about it isn't getting anything done. Do you need to actually have someone in the race that is actively pushing him out and saying so? This has like gotten to a point where I said it before. The left don't ever truly align with one another. There's always a subdivision. The deeper you look into what the left is, right? It's just this word salad, thoughts and prayers, ideologies and beliefs and um, scriptures and passages of living better lives that they don't really live by and implementing acts and things that they don't really agree with and saying things like uh, diversity and things like equality to just better their reputation rather than actually believe anything they say. That's all these people really do. So a Bill Maher... Fuck a Bill Maher. Like, you understand? Like, that's how I look at it. Like, fuck Bill Maher. Who the fuck is... Like, he's a... He's a has-been who still has the platform he talks about, but he teeters back and forth, but he has Trump derangement syndrome, and he can't understand that black people have their own fucking way of thinking, and they don't need the massa giving them insight in what to do and how to do things anymore. Right? And just like these other white liberals that look at black people as victims 24 fucking seven and look at them as innocent fucking creatures. You know, it's 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 retarded. It doesn't make sense. But all these people coming together. It only proves that the left is further dividing. I've said this before and I've used this as an example. What made you think that what made you believe or what made you or what do you think made, I should say, excuse me, what the, what do you think made Robert F. Kennedy Jr. leave the Democratic Party to run independent? What do you think the division with his uncle, when his father was dealing with the Democratic Party, it meant something. There was at least nobility. Now, what, what, what is it now? These people are shamefully trying to get people locked up, shamefully going out there, committing heinous acts. They have their goons. They got their people out there causing chaos, destruction and violence. But the only thing that they can mention with the conservatives and people on the uh, on the right is uh, uh, January the 6th. And all these people are hypocrites because when all of the chaos and violence was going on, they pretend that it didn't happen. Like these like polite beseeching of Joe Biden isn't working. And yes, we've got to crank up the dial. And so one of the ways you do that is you have a real candidate who actually makes a real run at him. And when you have a re- make a real run at him, that's going to create an enormous amount of pressure rather than just chitter chatter sitting there as time runs out in Washington, D.C. Now, you're getting to a, an important point here. And no, you just get radio silence. That's what you get. Just like they did with RFK. You get radio silence. Nobody talks about you. Nobody airs you. Yeah. Nobody really brings you on. You go zero dark 30. Right? Nothing. But that that right there, and like just like how Patrice O'Neill said it, he did. Rest in peace. That's the beast. That's the beast that he talks about where people want to get into that beast to get into that digestive system, the digestive system, just to get shitted out. 
And it's the idea of the media and the representation of media and the reputation that comes from media and how media can put you in a good position or it can put you in a terrible position, whether it's true or false. They have the power to do it. If you say something that most people that are in control of media disagree with, they're not going to play what you say. They're going to silence you and they're never going to mention you again. That's why people got to get into. People got to be more creative. People got to have platforms. People got to have podcasts where they can say the things that they can say and not have to worry about someone breathing down their neck 24 seven, you know, feeding you guidelines and horseshit. Where they got women fucking um, reviewing sex toys and all this shit on YouTube and it, and it goes right past. No problem. Absolutely nothing. So, I, drive me once. But there's still one big thing that um, I think is going to um, cause a problem. I know some people are nervous. Well, I mean, if Joe Biden only has a 10% chance of winning and Jake, you criticize him, does that come down to 9% or 8%? What difference does it make? He's going to lose. 10% isn't enough to win. He's massively behind. He's massively behind. Okay. So instead, what the point of turning up the pressure is, is if you lose to Trump, it is going to be on the record. We warned you. I warned you. I came in the race in a crazy attempt to make a difference. Because we're on a collision course with fascism. And if Joe Biden says, yes, I am that selfish. Yes, I don't care about you guys. I don't care if democracy's on the line. I think there's this weird dynamic that we have on the left and the right. And I finally figured it out just randomly just now, right? So the left have a fascination with considering those on the right to be... The rebels are to be like the fascists, the dictators, and then people on the right consider the left to be leftoid, communists, Marxists, and it's always a funny like how how history works in a way in which we would go to the extreme, but still when it comes to accuracy, the left are a little bit more communist then the right would ever be fascist. Now, you got extremes on both ends. Some of those extremes are political. Others are racial. Black Lives Matter are racial. Conservative is political. Political white people aren't racist. But those black tribalists, those uh, Black Lives Matter group, they are. Think about it. I don't care if I'm 80. I don't care if I'm 180. My legacy and my ego is more important than anything else in the world. So I will stay here and try to get a two-term president because two terms is better than one term. And guys, and if you're in the press or you're out there as a voter, you all know that's what he's thinking. You all know that, right? You know that it's all about his ego. And it is intensely selfish. And I'm going to say that 2,000 times. And all y'all did what? Who did y'all vote for last? Oh, y'all voted for him. The people you complain, the people that you're complaining about now. Okay. That makes sense. Uh-huh. And Trump is still a fascist, right? So Trump tried to get Barack Obama locked up. Did Trump try to go through a witch hunt to try to get the former president at that time, Barack Obama, locked up? No? What about Joe Biden? 
Oh, Joe Biden was the one that tried to get Trump the four indictments, um, the mugshot, um, pretty much free publicity that Trump pretty much took advantage of and gotten the black vote because of it. And I don't think I'm, I'm not putting this on like a. I'm not putting this in a in a situation where like the black support goes up 50%, but if you're close to if you're already up 20% and that was during the last election, what do you got going towards this election? At least 25 to 30. And that's guaranteed lights out. Biden goes bye-bye if the black vote hits 30. On every show until he gets it through his thick head. Stop being selfish. Democracy is actually on the line. Jenkforamerica.com. Jesus So, Jenk, the, the big oh. issue, the big obstacle uh, kind of standing in your way is the fact that you were born in Turkey. You immigrated to the United States at eight years old. You are a naturalized citizen. Uh, but my understanding is that only U.S.-born citizens can run for president. Uh, you disagree with that. Why? Yeah, the case law is completely on my side. So this conventional wisdom, we've all heard it. We heard it in eighth grade civics class, and it's stuck in our heads. It was an easy thing to remember, right? Oh, if you're not born here. And by the way, there's 25 million Americans who are naturalized citizens. And every one of us has heard about 200 times in our lives, ha ha, you can't run for president. Now, look, guys, the people who say that, they just remember it from school. They're, they don't mean any harm by it, right? But, um, but for the, those of us who... The fact that he has to remind people that they didn't mean any harm by saying it shows you that he took tremendous effect from them saying it. <laughs> I mean, this guy's a fucking weasel, all right? Hear it. What, they, what we're hearing is you're not really fully American. We don't trust you. You're from a different country. Mm -hmm. And so the reason that the founding fathers put that in the first place is because at the time they were worried about royal princes that come into the bloodline and will find a way to snake uh, control away to a foreign government. That stuff's not at all relevant anymore. But and it's obviously not fair. It's super not fair. There's uh, Ted Lieu who's uh, uh, in Congress now and who's a colonel in the Air Force. What is he not? He's loyal to Taiwan because he came when he was three. It's absurd. But that none of that matters. The only thing that matters is the case law. And the Supreme Court has already ruled is Schneider v. Rusk. I, I asked you guys if you would do graphics. Do you have those graphics or no? We do. Yeah, let's yeah. Uh, put up. So, uh, yeah, and, and I wanted to show you guys this so you can see it with your own eyes. And thank you for uh, humoring me on that. And so this is from a law review article in the University of Illinois. And it shows you definitively uh, that Schneider v. Rusk has already decided this issue. So they had uh, an issue that came up where... And naturalized citizens were being treated different than natural born uh, citizens. So here's what the court wrote. This is the Supreme Court in that case. The statute proceeds on the impermissible assumption that naturalized citizens as a class are less reliable and bear less allegiance to this country than do the native born. This is an assumption that is impossible for us to make. Moreover, while the Fifth Amendment contains no equal protection clause, it does forbid discrimination that is so unjustifiable as to be violative of due process. A native-born citizen is free to reside aboard indefinitely without suffering loss of citizenship. The discrimination aimed at nationalized citizens drastically limits their rights to live and work abroad in a way that other citizens may. It, it creates, indeed, a second-class citizenship. So the Supreme Court ruled it is unconstitutional 
to discriminate against naturalized citizens. This issue is actually already settled, just no one knows it. So I'm gonna to try to get this albatross off, uh, off of all of our necks. If you're one of those 25 million Americans, you're not gonna win. You're not even gonna be a wrench. See, like once again, I don't know what these people are thinking. Like maybe like when I when I hear when I hear Robert F. Kennedy Jr. saying he's running as independent, I'm excited about it because I know most of the vote of the people who had felt that they would have been stuck with Joe Biden will vote for Robert F. Kennedy. That being said, Joe Biden loses his vote, right? These people, this guy, this is just a clown show. This is a circus act. This guy's out of his fucking mind. That alone is a reason to go to jankforamerica.com and support what I'm doing because I'm going to make, I'm going to try my best to make us all 100% citizens. And I think the Supreme Court is clearly on our side. I'll read one last thing. Thank you. So, for, yeah. again. he thinks that he's about to take that to a conservative uh, Supreme Court and win. Um, doubt that's going to happen. Highly doubt that's going to happen. I think the Constitution is completely clear on the stance uh, on that issue. So, yeah, it, it's it's not happening. <laughs> this is just, honestly, it's it's more funny than anything else. You Clown know, world. Um, honestly and truthfully. Clown world. I think what he said there towards the beginning is actually going to, to actually come true. He's going to damage Biden even more. And this is going to be an absolute landslide because he's not going to get the support that he needs to actually uh, become, you know, the Democrat nominee. Uh, nor is he going to garner any major support of 20 or 25 percent. Um, RFK Jr., I think in only one poll broke 20 percent. So, yeah. And he's got major name recognition. Definitely. Major name recognition. So, yeah, I don't see him coming anywhere close to 20%. I, I, I honestly, yeah, I, I don't see this going anywhere except for him damaging Biden even further and people either not voting or saying, you know what, actually, I think I'll vote for RFK Jr. or Trump. So, yeah, and even he admitted there. Biden has no shot at winning at this point. No shot. So him going after Biden is only just going to make it worse, which is what I want. I want an absolute pretty much landslide clown world. I want a landslide. The likes. Of now, I don't I don't really care much for the landslide. I'm going to tell you why. And if we're being completely honest with ourselves, we can honestly look back to the last election and go, well, there was something fishy about this. The numbers how this was collected, the uh, Dominion voter count, the, the voter counting machine, all that stupid shit. The mail-in ballots thing, which was just set up from day one as something that can be easily used as a scheme, a scam, whatever. What could they do this time around? If there's none of that technology that they have the advanced, you know, hands-on, sort of experience with altering votes and things like that. If we could have a regular traditional election, I do think that Trump not only has a, a shot of winning, he's winning. For one, these debates, it's a waste of time. 
It's a waste of time. What are we sitting here? What would you sit down and watch the debates for? You're watching a bunch of guys. They can't even hold the water for Trump. That's just how that's just how it is, man. They're being wiped out 40 plus points. No mercy. Anything goes. No holds barred. I know what I'm going to do with this episode. This is going to be an interesting episode because what I'm going to do is this is the first segment. You see, I already did an episode before I started recording. So now I can just incorporate this segment with the next segment that I do. And then I'll just make an episode out of that. So stay tuned. You'll hear back from me within the next five hours, but realistically, it will be the next couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. 
is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. So the last segment you heard was from 1226, I believe, p.m. It is now 746 p.m. All right. I would. Yeah, this is technically another episode. Although I'm just adding this on to what I did earlier, which I didn't share because it was over two hours of what I did earlier with the Saturday morning scrum, which I uploaded that at like five o'clock because I forgot to even upload anything that I did today. So there's that. But yeah, another episode, another edition or continuing the episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Alright, so here's the plan, right? Good amount of things to go through. Remember that I already did 30 minutes previously, so I gotta keep that in mind. So I may have to stop this and do another segment. I'm looking at maybe an hour and 20 minutes total. Adding that up to what I did um, this afternoon, it will be about, you know, hour and 50, under two hours, hopefully. But we'll see. We got... We have um, Benny Johnson, Liberal Hive Mind, and Odin's Men. Okay? Benny Johnson, Liberal Hive Mind, and Odin's Men are responsible for the content of this episode. Uh, let me let me go through some things here. Uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger video from Benny Johnson is called Arnold Schwarzenegger. Democrats want to fuck up every city in America. Then we have liberal hive mind. And that video is called even Joe Rogan can see the obvious truth now. And then we have Odin's men. And that video is called woman of the year 2023. Can you take a wild guess who it is? Well, I'll I'll give you a spoiler. It's not a woman. So there you go. There's clue number one. But uh, let's not waste time. No need to get into a monologue. Did that already in the last episode. So we're just going to jump right into things with Benny Johnson. Let's get it. I'll be my God. 
What's up, guys? It's your boy, Benny. Arnold Schwarzenegger is a very interesting man. He probably holds the title of the last Republican governor of California. And it sounds like he's not done being a Republican yet. I don't forgive him, of course, for being anti-Trump. That's stupid. But Arnold Schwarzenegger, somebody who's also an actor and celebrity, turned... Republican phenomenon, actually, uh, becoming president. Arnold could never become president because he wasn't born here. But he was on Rob Lowe's podcast saying what makes him a Republican. And he says, well, uh, the fact that I don't want to F up cities like Democrats. Quite interesting comment here. Let me ask you this. And I ask people this all the time. And a, a good man served for, for many, many, many years. He used to have the greatest makes me a Republican. And he had, I think, four or five things. I think it was... Um, in no particular, strong military, low taxes, less government, yep. more personal freedoms. Okay, there might have been one, a couple, bit, but it makes sense to know strong law enforcement, strong law enforcement, and and then I'd like to know what the I always ask Democrats what it means to be a Democrat in that way, and I, I think whatever anybody would say, the cities. What would they? What would they, what would they say? Only the cities. What's that? Ruin your cities. Ruin, ruin your cities. The city Democrats <coughs> would say, be about ruining the cities. You want to f up every city in America. Based. That's what they did. Yo, huh. Arnold Schwarzenegger, based. It seems to be the theme right now. Why is they, that? I have no idea. They want to f up every city in America and ruin your cities. Arnold Schwarzenegger saying this as the beloved home state of California now has a pirate problem. Oh, shit. Literally, homeless pirates are marauding <laughs> through crime riddled San Francisco Bay. Arnold Schwarzenegger, That's serving awesome. as governor, served not too far from San Francisco. That's awesome. Now there are literal pirates. You can see footage of him here going through and taking over and uh, looting. Look at these. This is the destruction that they leave. Looting the boats in San Francisco Bay and around Oakland. So, so California has a pirate problem. <laughs> Once again, crazy. <laughs> but he's true. I mean, it's true. I mean, if, if, if there's anyone who actually understands this and understands how much Democrats ruin cities, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Interestingly enough, Arnold Schwarzenegger went out to go fill potholes on his street. Here he is putting asphalt into the potholes on his street because where he lives in uber woke, uber Democrat LA, no one can show up to do work like this. Today, after the whole neighborhood has been upset about a giant pothole, it's been screwing up cars and bicycles for weeks, I went out with my team to fix it. As always, let's not complain. Let's do something about it. Here you go. And this is Arnold cleaning up his own pothole. Speaking of some potholes I'd like to get filled, uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger went on The View and was <laughs> able to shove uh, down their throats uh, his idea of a wall that would be a great wall that nobody could get through. Well, who does that sound like? First of all, I believe very strongly. And this is why I have no respect for Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, it's the same with all these other politicians. Oh, you can't build a wall. You're racist. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, never Trumper. I mean, and this is the question I have for Arnold Schwarzenegger. If you don't support Trump, then who do you support? DeSantis, maybe? Somebody. But this is like, you know, 
this is clown world. We can't we can't speak any reason or logic into these subjects whatsoever. And having a a a, a border that no one can get through. That's number one for me. Uh, number two, what is important is that we have these. Listen to the views audience not clap at all for that. Of course, they're like they're like trained lobotomized seals on every little talking point, and he's like, "I want a wall that no one can get through." And this available for people that want to work in the United States, so they don't have work have to work illegally. It is bogus. We need the workers here. No matter where you look around, if I look at my house, really? there's the oldest Latinos working there. If I look out on the street, uh, the people in the streets are working. There's the, the Latinos. If I work in the, if I look at the high rises, they're working. If I look they in the kitchen, if I go to a hot restaurant, it is foreign workers working everywhere and working their asses off. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest with each other. So we should give them the visas so they can do it legally. Yeah. Why yeah. do you have to sneak in the United, the United States, I believe that you should have guest workers permits, you should have permanent working permits, not a few of them, but to have enough so that we have enough workers being able to come in here. Oh, really? Do we have enough workers being able to come in here? Because again, dude, you just you, you just tweeted about how you don't have anyone to fill the potholes in your streets. And then he says, goes on The View and says he sees workers, he says, he sees <coughs> Latinos in the streets. First of all, he's in California. California is pretty much as liberal and as democratic as they come. Major state, major landscape, heavily blue areas. The area that, in fact, if not along with New Mexico, maybe Texas, the border in Texas, a hot spot for a lot of these illegal immigrants to come in. Now, when these people were able to um, capitalize off of it, they hired them illegally. But now that's an issue because it's no longer three or four of them. It's about 400, 500,000 of them coming into the country. New York City, 100,000 all at once spread along the five boroughs. All right. Several thousands, close to 50, if not more, uh, Chicago taking over community centers, taking over uh, hospitals, taking over schools to be turned into refugee camps. It's happening. <laughs> and in the gardens. <laughs> what are you saying, Arnold? Arnold Schwarzenegger tells Rob Lowe the U.S. principles of freedom, low taxes, law and order, and are being ruined by left-wing politicians who want to F up every city in America. The 76-year-old had been referring to ongoing problems in cities like San Francisco, Philadelphia, New York, Los Angeles. 76. Came, so he's not, he's like around the same age as Trump, right? They're around the same age. He said he's 76. I think Trump turned 77, if I'm not mistaken, recently. Including in Philadelphia last week, mayor of New York pleaded with migrants to stay away from the city. Oh, Really? I actually am totally in favor of talented people coming to this country. I mean, like by race, like white people are like in the bottom, the the bottom centile of, I mean, I think it's like number 20 on the list. People come here from India and African countries. And No offense, bro, but you're not, you're not fighting to bring European Americans into America or bring Europeans into America. So shut the fuck up. That's such a dumb, that's almost like, that's like a dumb 
uh, that's like a dumb narrative. Like, well, there's not a lot of white migrants coming in here. Do you want white migrants in here? Do you really? And by the way, you got Canada north of us. They seem to be very white for the most part when they come in. And there's a migration problem with Canada, but it's rarely talked about because eh, maybe they're white. Maybe that's the reason why they don't want to bring it up in media. But some brown people coming up to the country from the border, they'll sure as fuck mention it. See, that's that's the bullshit I'm not falling for. So you can take that shit somewhere else. Because I said the same thing about a fucking African uh, 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 migrant. Africans don't give a fuck about American blacks. If we were to show up to Africa looking for land, looking for uh, looking for this and that, I guarantee you them niggas would turn their backs on us. So once again, color has very little to do with it. But if you want to mention color, Benny, you might want to look into the mirror. Because people that look like you are coming in here from up north. Do your research race they actually make a lot more money per capita like i'm in favor of intelligent smart people coming here from other countries doing it legally and i'm not i'm not totally against what he said there the view so what happened the terminator started sorry you you would have no choice but to agree with what he said because you're not going to be digging up potholes you're not going to be doing landscaping work you're not going to be doing all the dirty entry jobs that these people get when they come here. So shut the fuck up. They come in illegally. They come in illegally. They don't. They need to be sent the fuck back where they come from. The end. Because when you talk about the Republican Party, what you just said is what made me buy in. Schwarzenegger had been referring to the ongoing problems of drug abuse and homelessness in San Francisco. Uh and, of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger has been a longtime resident of California. Arnold Schwarzenegger, the governor of California, still can't believe it's real, but this is his, this is his governor's, this is his official gubernatorial portrait. <laughs> Come on, it's too good. All right, next video, because I don't, I don't see the humor in any of this, actually. It's actually a very mid, low-tier level type of video, but we'll skip right past it. We'll pretend it never exists. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger saying that Democrats are fucking their own cities up. They're ruining their own cities. Uh, I agree with that. Uh, most of everything else that Arnold Schwarzenegger has to say, I don't want to listen to it. I don't care. Moving on. Liberal hive mind. Joe Rogan. Um, who's been, I guess, a talking point for liberal hive mind for a while. He must be a Joe Rogan fan, which is fine. <clears throat> Me personally, I don't see a problem with Joe Rogan. I think he was very honest about how he felt politically, where he doesn't really get involved. But then he talked about it more and more and more and more and more. And then he started getting involved. And then um, Patrick Bet Davis keeps coming and talking to him about Trump and how Trump would be a great asset to the show. If you can get Trump on the show. Listen, Donald Trump will never do an interview with Joe Rogan. And for good reason. Here's here's one of them. Joe Rogan is a comedian as talented and as great he, as he is at, you know, doing interviews. Donald Trump would be way away from his dynamic and how he usually does interviews. He wouldn't be able to do the same shit he does in interviews that he would do with a Donald Trump. It wouldn't happen. And 
I think Joe Rogan said a lot of ignorant shit about Trump kind of just going along to get along, which is just like the uh, content creator within the liberal hive mind. And then sooner or later figured out like, wait, this this isn't what I thought it was. Wait, Trump's not the bad guy after all. Biden's really the idiot. Biden's really the evil one. And that's what this video is based on. Liberal hive mind, Joe Rogan. Let's get it. Hey guys, welcome to the Liberal Hive Mind, a channel solely focused on exposing the abundant hypocrisy of the left. You know what's really frustrating to deal with? The constant gaslighting of the left. It's so incredibly frustrating because they are constantly engaged in these ridiculous propaganda campaigns, which paint conservatives as a bunch of extreme insane wackos, always playing emotional games and trying to slap labels on their political opponents. Extremist, racist, misogynist, every ism you could think of. And what's so frustrating is having to constantly be in this defensive position, knowing full well that there is no reason to be defensive in the first place. Because what we are... And that right there is sort of what's going on, right? Um, Take this car off. <clears throat> the left, who were once considered tolerable, tolerant, the tolerant left, Resort to name-calling. If you disagree with their political agenda, then you are a MAGA extremist. Um, you are far-right. You are the closest thing to white supremacy. And if you are black, you are a Sambo. That's kind of how it goes. Um, the right, if being considered a racist, if you're a white conservative and you have a reputation someone calls you a racist, that may be a big deal for you because number one, you're not racist. And number two, you shouldn't have to defend yourself from saying something that clearly isn't racist, but that someone else took it as racist to try and silence you. So what he is saying is correct because to be in that position on the right and be considered uh, a racist, a homophobe, transphobe, whatever, you immediately have to go in defense mode, or at least some do. I don't. I don't care. Talking about what we stand for, what we have been arguing, and many of the warnings that we've been voicing, we're talking about just basic common sense. We're not talking about extremism. We're not talking about extreme views, bigoted views, outrageous policy stances. We're talking about basic freaking common sense. I have a Joe Rogan clip that I want to show you guys as the feature clip for the video, which I think really helps me make that point. We got some stuff to get into, so let's roll the tape. All right, folks. So remember when Donald Trump came down that escalator at Trump Tower and he said this when do we beat mexico at the border they're laughing at us at our stupidity and now they're beating us economically they are not our friend believe me but they're killing us economically the u.s has become a dumping ground for everybody else's problems <laughs> thank you it's true. And these are the best and the finest. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're not sending you. They're not sending you. They're sending people that have lots of problems. And they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're and some 
I assume are good people. But I speak to border guards and they tell us what we're getting. And it only makes common sense. It only makes common sense. He kept saying it only makes common sense. It only makes common sense. The amount of heat that Donald Trump took for his border policies oh was honestly unlike anything we had ever seen. In and just like, if I'm not mistaken, was that the last episode or was that? I don't fucking remember, man. What the? Um, <clears throat> The guy from Poland, the Patriot from Poland. That's what I'm going to call him. The Patriot from Poland. <clears throat> He was talking about how much pride he had for his country. He has for his country and his policies were inspired by a Donald Trump. He said it himself. And the idea to put a border around his country is the reason why his country doesn't have any terrorism, doesn't have any sexual assault, very low on crime. <clears throat> And he knows what's going on from Poland because he's dealing with the left. He's dealing with their fucking uh, variation of the left, of their establishment and all the crime and all the shit they want to bring in everywhere else. Modern day politics. But he was right. And it was common sense. And now it seems like a lot of people, even moderate left wing people like Joe Rogan, are waking up. You know, one of the things that people are really concerned with is like, what if terror cells have gotten in across the border? <laughs> when you're letting in hundreds of thousands of people across the border, what are the. Who does he sound like? Not me, even though I, I don't use the term terror cell. Sounds a lot like Alex Jones, right? Somebody's been whispering in uh, Joe Rogan's ear because he sounds a lot like Alex Jones. I played the clip a couple days ago with Alex Jones, a two-minute clip from his show. I didn't clip it myself. I actually went through the show that I listened to that day just to point out what he said about trying to get the voter IDs or getting something. It's like not voter IDs. It's like putting the migrants on a plan, giving them a cell phone plan. That way they can monitor them. Whatever they do, they know what they're doing. Um, they have some act or something being signed, an executive order, if you will, of, you know, these people getting the rights to vote and getting the rights to work. And I'm telling you, new and improved Democratic Party coming soon. Odds that a few of them are terrorists. Well, haven't they caught terrorists at the border? Haven't they, like, caught terrorists, people on the terrorist watch list trying to get through? They have, right? Yeah, definitely. So how many of them snuck through? I mean, is there an accurate accounting, or is it like Ukraine spending? <laughs> <laughs> Do they even know the real numbers of people that are sneaking in? Because the numbers are cuckoo. The numbers are, like, hundreds of thousands a month. Have you seen the videos of the line of migrants making their way through the border? Mm -hmm. Like, who thought that was a good idea? Who thought that was a good idea to, like, let potential terrorists and criminals into the country? That's when you build this wall, Joe. Because if you don't, if you, <laughs> if you say that you're against that, you're racist. Right. Which is wild. Yeah. Wild. And you got to wonder how much of that is engineered by other countries. Yep. How much of that is, like, engineered social media outrage. Just like what Alex Jones said. When, he's, when they get these people, right, you think they just, you know, bring them to, bring them to the country and no. They got to hit them with the propaganda. They got to brainwash them. They got to get them to be anti-America, anti-white people, anti-religion. 
and they got to get them to overturn the government for their doing. Now, I don't know exactly why they would do it, but I believe that that's kind of the thing for them. So, like, they bring the people in. They brainwash them. You know, they tell them that, you know, America is bad and it has opportunity, but it's bad. The people were bad. So they already come into the country just ready to start shit. I truly believe that there was some incidents, small incidences. I'm surprised nothing big came up. But then again, it could have been swept under the rug. We don't know. Chicago uh, incidences where the migrants are, 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 are talking shit to the to the citizens of Chicago. And that's only going to last for so long. We're not talking about fucking, you know, Iowa here. No disrespect to Iowa. I mean, we're talking about Chicago. We're talking about uh, Chirac. Yeah, it's only going to be a matter of time. And then I say to myself, well, how many ways can the country divide itself? Well, we have the migrant situation, which can be turned into a racial situation if the liberals have their hand into it, right? We got the Israel and the Palestine situation, which is already a conflict in America because you got sluts like Mia Khalifa claiming to support Palestine. And you also have Black Lives Matter founder Patrice Cullors also standing with Palestine. While, of course, most of us will stand with Israel. There's a lot of ways that the country is dividing. Politics, believe it or not, are not one of those things. If anything, it's a reasonable way to separate yourself from other people who don't agree with you or you don't agree with them. The situations that are taking place based on race, based on the economy, that's a whole different ballgame. Russia. We went from Donald Trump is a racist nutcase to, uh, well, you know, maybe he had a point. All of a sudden, now that Hamas is calling for a global day of jihad, all of a sudden, people are thinking, whoa, maybe it's a bad thing that we're allowing over 300,000 people a month, totally unvetted, totally unaccounted for, to simply cross over the border illegally and secretly entering the country. Yeah, maybe that wasn't a good idea. You know, la-di-da liberalism can only exist when times are good, you know? Yo, Hold the fuck. <laughs> La-di-da liberalism. Oh, my God. That might actually beat the limousine liberal, but I don't know. The limousine liberal is still a funny terminology. Jimmy Dore is the person that I heard say the shit first, so I'm going to give him credit. But the la-di-da liberalism might take the cake. In a utopic world, no human is illegal and everything's a human right. Education, human right. Medicare, healthcare, human right. Housing, human right. Open borders, everything for everyone. But the moment shit gets a little bit real, like just a little bit real, you see how truly unsustainable, how ridiculous, how awful these leftist policies and these leftist stances really are. You know, the reality is we don't live in a utopia. We live in a very, very complicated world. And probably more relevant, a very dangerous world in a lot of ways. I mean, a lot of us will say we live in a dystopian world. I would agree more with that than utopian, but I'm not a nihilist. Some would say we live in a Orwellian time 
for people who know, George Orwell. Is it George Orwell? I want to say. 1984. Um, I forgot another, uh, the other one that he did. It was pretty good, too. It's rarely mentioned. I have to look it up later. But uh, an Orwellian society where control is everything. Control is key to the establishment. If they can make you react a certain way, they control you. If they can tell you what to do and you follow them word by word, they control you. If they tell you which way is up, what's right and wrong, who you should vote for, guess what? They control you. So what we live in is this this era of control. Government controls. Authority controls. And the people that are at the bottom, and I don't even mean this in a poverty or even economically or even a class way. If you don't call the shots, if you're not sitting at the table with them, you're nothing more to them but sheep. Because they know people like you're going to do what they tell you to do. You see what I mean? They put the narrative out there. Oh, Trump's a racist. Everybody's going to assume that he's a racist. Have we seen any evidence of Trump saying anything remotely racist? No, we haven't. Have we seen and went through several clips of Joe Biden saying some out-of-pocket racial shit? Yes, we have. But you people are dumb enough, mindless enough to follow him. So as I said before with, with Hillary Clinton and what she said, in that situation, pretty much resulting in Republicans and Trump supporters being rounded up and being brought to FEMA camps to be reeducated, to be reprogrammed. If that doesn't sound like some Orwellian shit to you, I don't know what the fuck will sound Orwellian. And Democrats have opened the door. They have opened the country to every danger that you can imagine. It's not just cartels. Part of that danger is, in fact, terror cells. Can we quantify that danger? Do we know that it's there? Absolutely. Of course not. And that's kind of the problem. We have absolutely no idea who's coming into the country. That is an absolutely <laughs> insane policy. Nice. And the regret finally seems country, to be sinking in. Here's a viral clip. This country is like the Royal Rumble, right? This is what it reminds me of. It's like... This country is like the, the Royal Rumble. Now anybody can come in at any time, man. It's like... Nobody is verifying if these people are, you know, even who they say they are. Some of these people have nothing to verify who they are to begin with. So that in itself is a crisis. And I'm going to tell you why. So how immigration usually would work is that people will come. Go through the procedures, be verified as a human being, as a like, you know, as a human with a name, a social, all this shit. Right. Anything, an identifier of a human being. Right. They learn the ropes. 
they assimilate, is that the word? Assimilate to the American way. And then they become legal citizens. Well, when you have a group of people, even starting with 20, let's just say 20 people, come into the country undocumented. They have no papers. They have no identification. They have no proof of them giving you a name that even exists. And instead of the country going, wait a minute, this is a problem. We need to do something. Bring them back to where they're at. They need to be verified or whatever the fuck that is. They need to go through the the requirements to come here legally. No, we'll just let them in anyway. And out of those 20 migrants that would come in, five of them will be felons. Well, let's just be fair. Three to five of them will be felons. People who have uh, prior crimes, uh, priors, and, 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 and dealt with the court system elsewhere in their country. So now they're here with a license to really do whatever the fuck they want. I mean, not to be grim about it, but they could kill somebody and just get away with it because they're technically undocumented. Unless somebody had seen their faces, they won't know what, where, which way to point. He's not in the books. He doesn't have a social security number, etc. So this is a crime problem. This is an economic problem. With Henry Kissinger, that's bouncing all over Twitter. It was a grave mistake to let in so many people of totally different cultural and religious and concepts because it creates a pressure group inside each country that does that. Literally, the first thought that came to mind is, yeah, you think? You know, this idea of diversity being our strength simply makes no sense. Diversity is not our strength. Diversity is our weakness. You know what's a strength? All right. So for one, I'm going to fully disagree with whatever the fuck he's saying right there. So I don't know what it is. I'm disagreeing with these people today. I don't know. I just don't. I don't. Number one. If diversity wasn't a thing in this country, you probably wouldn't be here. <laughs> Most of the Europeans would not be here. Most of the European families would have not migrated into this country to begin with. So what he is saying is fucking stupid and it's retarded. And I hate white people who say shit like this only because they're finally being put in some level of victimhood to where they have to defend themselves and say that diversity isn't needed. We shouldn't allow anybody else in. Because you're shitting on yourselves. The productivity of this country is is not the way that these people think it is. When you had people coming into the country legally, you had a lot more jobs available, although that in itself is an economic situation because Americans would be left out of jobs. Some would argue, well, who's going to do landscape work anyway? Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? Who's going to drive the bus? Who's going to clean the bathrooms? Who's going to do all these things? People that want to make money, that's who's going to do it. People who want to make money are going to do what they have to do to make money, especially if it's legal. But to say that this country wasn't built on diversity, then what's the point of uniting the states? Let's just, get, let's just go to a fucking small example to prove this guy wrong. 
Let's deal with the United States of America. Well, if diversity in itself wasn't what built this country, then the Asians and the San Francisco and the gold mine and the Hispanics that pretty much own a portion of California to begin with. And like, I can just keep going. People like this just don't make much sense. I'm going to see what else he says. But right away, I'm automatically turned off with this one. Unity. This emphasis on diversity for diversity's sake has been an utter failure of a societal experiment. And it's really no wonder why. We live in an open, free society. You know, we have cultural and societal standards here. And you would expect in terms of immigration that we would apply those standards. But we don't. Again, thanks to liberal naivete. You know, this, ah, everything's gonna be fine kind of mentality. But obviously, there's a cultural disconnect. Especially when it comes to radical fundamental Islam. I'm not talking about... <laughs> <laughs> Other those who have formed their ideas. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. If he's like, I understand what he's saying now. I'm not gonna take back what I said because I still don't believe. Like what he looks at diversity as, I think he has it all wrong. This is what I mean. For the country's sake, diversity diversity in the way of the Europeans coming into this country, diversity in the way of the Italians coming into the country, meaning Europeans, right? The French Europeans, the Germans Europeans, the Dutch, uh, and all these other, that's diversity, dude. The Irish coming in. Who worked at the dockyards um, with New York? Um, the Italians, the longshoremen, workers, um, the painters, the sculptors, the masons, diversity. There wasn't just one group of people that came and built the country. And as dumb as people want to say, race doesn't matter in this case. Race is only just an identity. Race is not a representation of a land. It's the truth. It's the reality. That's the reason why somebody can say that they're American and be dark skinned. Somebody can say that they're American and be white. Somebody that says that they're, they're American could be Indian, technically. American Indian. Or native. So when people talk about I don't know, like, fucking diversity for the sake of diversity. Of course I disagree with that. That's illogical. Because somebody like me would say, this di- this country is diverse enough. Like, there's already a large number of people who don't agree with most of what we talk about. Human beings. Oh, well, if if race, if race is an issue when it comes to diversity, then how did we get to a point to where we have every single motherfucker in this country right now from other countries in the world and still claim that the country somehow races? Even in the South, back in the day, when there was a racist community, they didn't allow anybody in their community that they didn't know. 
Yet in this fucking country that everybody considers to be racist, we allow Guatemalans here, we allow Venezuelans here, we allow Africans here, we allow other people out of uh, Eastern European here. And guess what? People still complain about racism. Apology from a very extreme, very literal, fundamental interpretation of the Quran. Well, I mean, who thought it was a good idea to open the borders to a group of people who legitimately hate us and want nothing to do with us? And probably a better question is, when did it become our responsibility to take in everyone, no questions asked? Why is it our responsibility? Again, another common sense question to ask, which surprisingly enough, even Jake Tapper at CNN is asking that same question. What about the innocent um, Palestinians? Can they get out? Right. The, the women, the children, right. the, the elderly. How can they get out? That still has not been figured out. No. Egypt does not want to open the Rafa crossing. They're refusing to. They, they don't. Right. Egypt, Jordan. I mean, Qatar, the UAE, Saudi Arabia, all these countries that prepare that talk about how much they care about the Palestinians. They could help right now. They could help the Palestinians escape. They could help. They could say, "Okay, stop bombing, and we will go in there, and we will, yeah. we will, we will help Gaza like become a thriving society." They they could do all sorts of things. They have money, by the way. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. But where I, are they? And it's the exact same situation. That right there, that's basically a Trump talking point. That is a conservative, nationalistic talking point. That is something I and many others have been saying for years. Supposedly, we're extremist bigots for asking that exact question, but now all of a sudden it's politically correct. It's this very weird phenomenon where if the right says it and it's pure common sense, we get gaslit into oblivion. But when the left says it, they're applauded and celebrated. It's a great question. You know, what's the expectation now? It seems like the Israeli government wants to carpet bomb Palestine back to the Stone Ages. Well, what's that going to produce? It's going to produce hundreds of thousands of refugees. Are we now expected in the Western world to open our borders? Why would that be the expectation when Egypt, Jordan, Qatar, the United Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia all exist in the direct vicinity? We're constantly hearing about how rich and affluent these countries are. I mean, they got oil money coming out the wazoo. Why is the expectation that that we should open our borders, yet the Arab world wants nothing to do with people fleeing violence in the Middle East. After the war in Syria happened, we saw the exact same thing. Wealthy neighboring Arab countries pretty much took in no one. Meanwhile, Europe's southern coast was flooded with millions of people. It is the exact same repeating cycle. We have been warning, but our warnings have fallen on deaf ears. They have been ignored. Then, of course, when shit hits the fan, all of a sudden, our rhetoric, which was deemed politically correct, extreme, xenophobic, bigoted, racist, whatever it is, all of a sudden becomes the mainstream Becomes the norm. It's the same thing every single time. Close the border, protect domestic interest, protect American citizens, and protect American culture. That's not racist policy. That's basic freaking common sense. It turns out, once again, Donald Trump was right. That's what I got for you guys. Hopefully, you enjoyed this video. If you did, make sure. Wow, that was just in time. Because really, this is all the shit that I've been saying. Trump being right the entire time bringing up several facts that ended up being correct the entire time and people like me niggas like me I'm black I tell you I told you so so we're going to end this segment here 47 minutes in 7 minutes 
from where I should have ended this shit, but it is what it is. Be right back. <laughs> 